All right, welcome, Nat. Well, I'm excited to be here. Got the uh, sun shining. Uh, Life sunshine. is still in Chicago. A little chilly. I think uh, like eight degrees. It feels like four below, but it's all good from a standpoint. So, so funny story to start the the podcast, right? So, uh, my daughter's in the hospital once again. That's kind of a going thing with us, right? But we're having some work done in the house, right? So, and specifically, it's in her bathroom. Oh wow! So, so I said, listen, uh, I'm gonna have to clean your bathroom because you're not here. I go up there and I go, holy cow! I mean. We have not raised our kids right. I mean, it was it was a it was just total trash. Her bathroom was trashed in her bedroom too. But but I'm, I'm looking at like holy cow! It like took me a half an hour to clean her bathroom. Yeah. Right? And I'm not good at cleaning, but I'm in like holy cow from that standpoint. And so I'm pretty excited about our guest today because I think he can help us with that uh, okay. from that standpoint. So we so have? Uh, we have Ray Pillar. Uh, and he is a Molly made one of the original Molly made franchisees. So why don't we welcome in and let's let's have a great chat with him. Okay. Hey Ray, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. Good to see you. Same here. Well, Ray, welcome for joining us. Uh, it's so excited. And what is your background? That is a great background. What is that background? Uh, Smoky Mountains, I believe. All yeah. right. Yeah, I, I got several backgrounds, including Canada and, and out west and Arizona, and uh, right. it's, uh, it makes it you know nice makes to have different backgrounds. Uh, absolutely, <laughs> you know, with it being uh, eight degrees here in Chicago, and I know you're in Chicago, you like the cold weather, but I, I'm kind of thinking tropical. That's why I've got my tropical background. <laughs> there you go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they, they, Zoom has some beautiful tropical ones too. You know, <laughs> oh, <laughs> waving yeah. palms. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so Ray, uh, we're really excited to have you. We know that you are one of the founding franchisees for Molly Made. So, so my my first question for you is: I, I know you probably had a successful career before you got into Molly Made. So. Tell us a little bit about what you're doing and why you decided to move into franchising. Okay. Well, let me, let me correct something. I'm, I'm not one of the founding. Okay. Uh, there are people in the, in 20, 25 years been okay. with Molly made. I'm 17. Okay. So, uh, I still think of myself as a newbie, but <laughs> obviously <laughs> at 17 years, you know, uh, but so, so you, you're asking why a franchise, why did I decide well, first of all, let me start with, uh, I, I have the entrepreneurial genes. My dad was a, a restaurateur and a, uh, he owned bars and things like that. And that is probably one of the reasons why I didn't get into that industry. <laughs> now <laughs> we know you're smart. Yeah. Yeah. Cleaning out beer coolers was, you know, as I did as a teenager is not one of the things I wanted to do again. But uh, so the reason I, I decided to uh, take my father's advice and get into business is simply because I was laid off three times. And uh, the, the first time I worked for a company uh, about 15 years and uh, they were downsized simply because of technology increases They had shrunk the product down from uh, the size of, uh, of a huge box down to uh, about the size of a carton of cigarettes. Okay. So, yeah. And they didn't need uh, mobile trucks to service the product. So sure. uh, the, the next time I worked for Sharp Electronics and uh, 
uh, VHS uh, tape recorder <laughs> went went bye bye. So yeah. and I lost my job. And then I worked for Telab. So they manufactured uh, telephone equipment. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you're familiar with Telabs? Yeah, sure. And uh, you know what happened to uh, uh, wireline telephones? They they are no longer in existence. Uh, anybody who has one, you ask why. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, agreed. You know, so, so for you. Point, so yeah. this was really about creating career and income security, right? You were done with other people determining your destiny. Yeah, because Telabs was probably uh, at the time uh, was rated one of the 10 best companies in the world to work for. And, uh, you know, I thought, wow, I finally found a really good job, well-paying, and then wham, <laughs> you know, hit again by technology. All right. So uh, I started out looking for something, uh, you know, like a uh, handyman electrical or, or, or something like that in a, in a franchise. And I, I wanted to stay with franchise because uh, basically about, you can correct me if I'm wrong on this, 80 to 90% of uh, franchises are successful as opposed to if you start your own business, it's probably an 80 or 90% failure rate. You know, so I wanted to stick with a franchise and uh, I was looking, you know, and, and did some discovery days with different franchises. And the gentleman I was, the broker I was working with says, check out Molly Man. I says, look, I'm not interested in cleaning toilets. No, thank you. And he says, please just check it out. Do you want to work in the business or on the business? And wow, that just really rang with me yeah. <laughs> for some reason. I said, no, I'll do you a favor. I'll check it out. I was really impressed with uh, uh, the corporate headquarters and, uh, you know, it, it was just, I, I don't know. It just really rang with me, so to speak. And but that, but that's, a big, that's a big leap, Ray, right? Going from technology, right, yeah. to residential cleaning. I mean, that wow, that's a big leap. Uh, it in is, terms of, it is. Uh, but, you know, what's really interesting, I and one of the best things about owning your own business is you do what you want to do and you hand off everything else to someone else. And I, I, to this day, I do what I like to do. I still do my own oil. I have a fleet of about 20 cars. I, I do my own oil changes. Now you say, wow, why would you want to do that? Because I like to do it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and it gives me a chance, you know, uh, my employees ride in these cars all day long. I like knowing that they are safe. I check the tires, I check the lights, I, you know, change the oil, make sure everything is uh, running properly on each vehicle. So it, it, it's something I like to do. And it's the same thing with uh, something as simple as fixing vacuum cleaners. I like to fix vacuum cleaners. <laughs> you know, I, can, I can fix them blindfolded with one hand tied behind my back today <laughs> because I fixed so many of them. Yeah. But um, you know, that, that's one of the reasons a person goes into business is to do what they want to do. And a lot of the things I'm not crazy about, well, I hired someone to, to help me with that and, and taught them how to do it. So I got to ask the question, do you like cleaning? I mean, you, you own one I of the largest mall. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so you started in roughly 2003 and it sounds like yes. you've built a business, right? Uh, from that standpoint, I built a really good business. You know, one of the things I, I think you've involved, uh, I think it's your son. Is that correct? Yes. Business? Yes. 
my, my son uh, graduated from college and he, I never pushed my, my kids to do anything. I always thought they've got to find their own way. I, I just kind of gave him some ideas. And when he graduated, he says, Dad, I can't find the job anywhere. I says, well, all right, if you want, you can come work for me. <laughs> Keep it in the family, right? <laughs> well, yeah. that was, geez, five or six years ago now, and he's still working for me. And he does all the accounting work. You know, I, I like doing accounting type work, but, you know, it's, it's a transition now. It gives me more freedom to do what I want to do. And he does, he, he does all that work and he's very good at it. Obviously he has a college degree in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And so, you know, you've built this business and if, if somebody came to you and said, Hey, listen, I'm thinking about taking the road of investing in a franchise. Well, what advice would you give somebody that's thinking about becoming an entrepreneur, becoming a franchisee? I, you know, I, I've given that a lot of thought. And of course there's all the, the answers, you know, you know, you know, look at the documents and talk to all the people. But I think what it really comes down to is how do you feel about it? What's your gut reaction to that franchise? And I, I think that's what really prompted me to go uh, something totally out of my realm into, into uh, you know, house cleaning uh, and, and take that chance because I felt good about it. One of the things is, you know, how is this company giving back to to the uh, to uh, the community? And I was really impressed with the Miss Molly Foundation, uh, and it's uh, all about uh, helping victims of domestic violence. Wow. So you know, we we started giving to the Miss Molly Foundation the first year we were in business, and we continue to have, uh, continue to do that uh, to this day, and. Yeah, one of the highlights of, of my year is to present that check to the local safe house. You know, it, it really makes me feel good. Yeah, no, that's, that's wonderful. All right. So, so from a standpoint is it's, a, it's about a match. It's about that feel. It's almost like you're dating, right? It's the one that, that feels right. So yeah. what do you think? And I know you've been a successful franchisee now for call it 18 years. What do you think are attributes of people that are successful franchisees? What attributes would you say somebody has to have? A no fail attitude. <laughs> the buck stops here yeah yeah you can't you can't think about all the little things because all the little things will bog you down and the little things like the recession and, and covid and and all this come into play and you shouldn't be thinking uh oh if this happens i'm going to fail you should be thinking if this happens how am i going to get past it what am i going to do and it, it is amazing when you think that way and especially with this past year uh, with COVID, I know that uh, some other franchises, uh, they were, oh my God, the sky is falling down. I'm going to you know, lose my business. And they just closed their doors. And my attitude was, how are we going to be able to stay open? How are we going to get through this? And uh, of course, we lost business uh, because you know, a, a lot of our customers had COVID and we can't go in their service. Some of our employees caught it. And uh, we were able to, uh, you know, isolate them and make sure they were safe and our, our customers and our clients were safe. And we got through it. And, well, we we're getting through it, I should say. Uh, but, you know, that's... Yeah. All right. So one is kind of that just take the hill attitude, right? Burn the bridges or burn the boats, stuff like that. What else? What other traits would a successful business owner... Uh, I believe they, they need to be able to get along with people. They need to be able to... Uh, I don't want to use the word manage, but lead. Lead. They need to lead. 
And I, I hear again, COVID is a perfect example. If you say, oh my God, the sky is falling in, your employees can feel that. They can sense that in you. And if you feel that way, then they will feel that way and they, and, and they will take on that same attitude. But if your attitude is upbeat and, hey, hey let's, we're in this together, let's, how can we get through it? They sense that as well. And they buckle down and they say, okay, we're in this together, let's go. Yeah, that's awesome. Any other traits you can think of? like hard work or, or anything else that... Well, that, that goes without saying in actuality. I, I spent 60, 70 hours a week starting out. There's no doubt about it. Now you could probably say I spend six or seven hours a week. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but yeah. it was a transition, obviously. Sure. You know, you, you first start out, you, you wear all the hats. You do everything. Uh, and it takes a lot of time to do everything. So you, you have to buckle down and, and, and look, at the, uh, look at the end. How, how, how do you envision yourself down the road? You know, uh, uh, I'm trying to think. Stephen Covey had a great saying for that. Uh, uh, oh, begin with the end in mind. Exactly. Yes, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, and that's exactly what I did. I started looking, how's the end going to be? How am I going to look five years, 10 years? and even 15 years down the road. And when you do that, you begin to plan a little more thoroughly. You begin to shed off things that are easy to shed off as far as your to-do list. Uh, and uh, you have other people start doing that. And you, you find it really works. You know, Stephen had an excellent way of, uh, of putting that. Yeah, so you follow Stephen Covey. Do, are there any other thought leaders that you follow? that you kind of look to gain knowledge or, or that kind of stuff? Uh, hold on. Let me get a book. <laughs> I like John Maxwell. I don't know I'm, if you're familiar with the, uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. The uh, 21 irrefutable laws of leadership. Uh, I follow him and Stephen Covey mostly. And uh, I, you know, it's work. It works. That's all yeah. I got to say. Read, read the books or get any, anything that's self-help in, in, in the form of leadership and you'll find yourself, uh, yeah, you know, doing well. So it sounds like you're a reader, you're, you follow people, stuff like that. I also understand you do podcasts. What, what kind of podcast do you do? Oh, pillars of franchising. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, uh, as, as a side note, uh, uh, Fred, my co-host, uh, said, you know, well, my wife had just passed. Okay. And he's, his way of thinking is I got to get him out of that, you know, mental attitude. And, uh, he says, let's start a podcast. And I said, you're crazy, Fred. <laughs> you know, I don't know anything about this. And he says, yeah, but you know, I do. And, uh, you know, I'll go ahead and uh, set it up and everything. And you just need to be, uh, uh, the good looking face. <laughs> and I said, okay, all right, let's try it. Well, that was three years ago. Holy and uh, uh, we've actually done a, sh a weekly show every week. I think we only skipped one or two uh, because of holidays or whatever. And uh, uh, it's, it's been a lot of fun. I, I, th I think the main reason it's a lot of fun is basically because it is uh, Excuse me, my, my dogs are trying to get in my office. <laughs> but 
uh, is we have a very uh, casual attitude on the show. Yeah. Uh, all, all the little things that uh, a lot of people try to cut out, you know, the gaffes that happen, the mistakes and, the, uh, you know, things that people that say the wrong thing, we just leave it all in. Yeah. <laughs> and people kind of expect it and they enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what do you try to accomplish with your, your podcast? I, I think uh, the best way to describe that is to bring people to who are on the edge of uh, wanting to buy a franchise. We want to bring them over the fence a little bit so that they actually take the plunge because uh, it, it's, it's, yeah, it's hard. There's no doubt about it. And it's the biggest investment, bigger than your house, usually that you're going to make. Yep. And it's hard to, you know, I, I know when I started talking to my friend, uh, friends and relatives uh, about what I was going to do, they basically said, are you nuts? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty common, right? People try yeah. to steal your dream. <laughs> you know, and uh, so I want to get people past that and yeah. say, you know, stop talking to your relatives <laughs> and start listening to, you know, your entrepreneurial spirit, spirit, and, and yeah. let that take over. Yeah. Where do you see the future going? I mean, I believe that it's a much different time than like when you and I left the corporate world, right? Whereas you kind of were expected to be the corporate job and you stay your whole career there unless something happened. But, you know, nowadays, I think it's, we're in this gig economy. And I'm thinking that our kids are going to have to create their own opportunity. Do you, are you pretty bullish on franchising going forward? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I think uh, if you look what's happened uh, recently uh, and all the downturns and how, how the government has stepped in to help. And uh, what I've done is, you know, is create something that not only for myself, but for my children. Now, I, I have two boys and, you know, as you know, one is in, in the business uh, and the other one, he's a mechanic. He loves what he does. Uh, he works for a Chevy dealership and uh, he, he, you know, he doesn't want to do anything else, but his wife works for me. Ah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so I've, in actuality, I've included both of my kids in the business even though one is, uh, you know, th through the family. So I'm, I'm helping support uh, my grandchildren uh, and I have uh, a boy and a girl and one on the way. Awesome. <laughs> Congratulations. Awesome. Yeah. Best, best job in the whole world is being a grandparent, I suspect. Yes, it is. Yes. All right. Very good. Excellent. Well, Ray, it has been a pleasure having you and congratulations on all your success and, and thank you for your podcast you do because again, you're, you're helping make a difference in people's lives. And so yes. it certainly motivates. Yeah, yeah, fun, it's right? Fun to do. I yeah. really enjoy it. Yeah. yeah, so, well, I wish you much success in the future. So thank you so much. Thanks. All right. Great to Thanks, be on Ray. the show. Thanks for listening to the Hire Yourself podcast. For more resources, check out our website at hireyourself.com. And remember to subscribe to this podcast to receive each episode. Please leave us a rating and we'd love to hear your feedback or suggestions for topics.